finds. But before we do, I'd just like to bring up something here and put in front of you. It's my, pla my platform. Oh, your platform. All oh, right, right. You mean the train arriving at platform six? I can see you now. The empty train. The empty train arriving on platform six <laughs> has got the chief executive in name only, Sino, tripping out. Yeah, platform is the new word of the week, and it refers to this cockamamie scheme that um, the Sino has thought up for dialogue. You remember dialogue? That's when you and me Hang on, I've just got to stand on my speak. platform because I can't hear you. <laughs> stand on your platform. Um, so it, 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 what's it, what's it refers to is apparently there's going to be a dialogue between, oh, who is it going to be between? So she's having a meeting on Saturday. I was going to say with all her best friends, but I've just realised the Sino doesn't actually have any best friends. So the people who hate her least are all going to be hauled into government house to have a meeting with her to discuss... Um, what they're going to do for the platform. And they can talk about anything, but she's made it very clear that the five demands of the protesters are ridiculous and they're not going to talk about that. She's also made it clear that, um, oh, that's right, she doesn't actually know any of the protesters, so she doesn't know who to contact. And so on and so on and so on. I mean, here again, this headless chicken government comes out once a week she comes out once a week on tuesdays to have this so-called stand-up press conference when they they sort of set the speaking clock to talk and out up comes carrie lamb's voice and she goes humbly listen platform full discussion take note full discussion and you know everyone's standing there going Hello, is she still speaking is anything coming out there is is anything being said so i mean you know yet again instead of addressing what is an enormous crisis in Hong Kong. I mean, the week before, the speaking clock said, oh, we'll be giving money to shut them up, money to shut them up. And, and you know, they announced this package and people will get reductions in their electricity bills. And then on the yeah, Sunday... I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I know. Do you want that money? Yeah, I mean... In this, in this current, as well, we are... All, all I can give say Give it to is, the blokes underneath the bridge. Yeah, take the money, but, you know... It, yeah, but what was the response to that? The response to that was 1.7 million people in absolutely thunderous pouring rain turned out on the Sunday to say, tell you what, we're not worried about our electricity bills. There are bigger things at stake here. So, you know, on and on remorselessly it goes. Carrie Lamb says, I'm listening. I'm ready to listen. I can't listen to what you're saying because you're being unreasonable. But I'm listening, you know, anything else other than your demands or what you're saying. And, and the people from the protest side of the movement saying are you serious you really think we're going to put people to turn up at one of your meetings so they can be arrested for being I mean, leaders of the movement that. you know i mean the credibility of this government is so rock bottom now you know that people who get injured in demonstrations won't go to hospitals because they're frightened about being arrested um etc et so they're not going to be turning up at a meeting with the chief executive and her not best friends but least enemies um to be targeted at a future because this is what happened i mean remember the 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 leaders of the umbrella movement were not targeted in the immediate aftermath i mean they were they, they were put on trial some years after this is what can and most probably will happen so the people who are I don't even know if the, the movement does have leaders, but the people who have taken various leadership positions, I think there's a cat's hell of you chance. You won't see them for dust. Yeah, they're not going to volunteer for this. 
And, you know, talking of leadership, you know, it was so fascinating. And I know it's a week on and a week in Hong Kong politics is, is an eon of time. Mm. But I was really fascinated by that lovely little pro-government protest they had on um, Saturday, last Saturday. An empty taxi and grew up. <laughs> it was in Tamar. And, and I, liked, I liked the protests in more ways, you know. They had, they had participants wearing lanyards saying, VIP. You know, can you imagine going to a protest where some of the participants are VIP? I can. It's all gone so tardarist. <laughs> anyway, isn't it? anyway, they they claim four hundred thousand people were there, but uh, you know, their their counting is a bit wonky. Anyway, but but what I really liked about it was it was a pro-government rally. Yeah. But nobody spoke in favour of the government. They said lots of nice things about the police. In fact, lots of nice things about the police. Lots of nice things about peace. Lots of nice things about violence. Not a single of the VIPs and their friends who actually got VIPs to speak. Get two lunchboxes. Two lunchboxes and a $500 voucher for Maxime's Cakes. Other brands are available. <coughs> um, none, none of them actually expressed support for the government at the pro-government rally. I thought that was quite interesting. Oh, and it's telling you, I've worked out. I've finally worked out, because you, you, you may be wondering about this. You know these these interesting, I put that in inverted commas, I don't know if you can see an inverted comma on the radio, but yep. it's there. Yeah, it in inverted commas, the, the police estimates of how many people turn up in rallies, and I've worked out how it's done. Oh, yeah. See, here's the thing. Those people who go to the protest rallies wear black, mm -hmm. so it's quite hard to sort of distinguish them, isn't it? So if you see, like, a block of 100 people, why not count that as one? Amorphous blob. Amorphous blob. So that, that's one. 200 people, that would be two, and so on. <laughs> then you get a total. And that, I think, explains why... I mean, for example, at this rally last Sunday, when I honestly don't know if it was 1.7 million people, but I do know... Well, yeah, OK. I do know that a friend of mine who went to that spent two hours, I'm not exaggerating, getting out of Causeway Bay Station mm. <clears throat> because the crowds were so... You just couldn't move. Um, I I was down there looking at what was going on. What was... Because the police had all withdrawn, there wasn't there wasn't a single member of the force anywhere to be seen. In uniform. It, it, well, if that's true, in uniform. Let's be perfectly honest. Yes. Uh, there's another story about that, as, as I think many listeners will know. But... Um, but, but you know, you there was total gridlock. So the government, who's been painting this picture of um, all protests being violent, there wasn't actually any violence, which there never is, incidentally, at the very big protests. So they said, oh, well, not violence, but traffic problems. There were traffic problems. Oh, yeah, very serious. I'm thinking, that may be because nobody was doing anything about the controlling the traffic. <laughs> Because there were people going, you know, in Hennessy Road, which is now, I think, being re renamed Protest Road. There were some people trying to get to the park, some people deciding, well, that's pointless because the park is full to over yeah. overflowing. We'll go off to Wan Chai. They couldn't get to Wan Chai because the people who'd got off the train at Wan Chai yeah. were walking back to Causeway Bay because by then the station had been closed in Causeway Bay. And so, you know, there was just this enormous pressure people but it was pouring with rain yeah it was quite how can i put it steamy down? steamy steamy is a very good word yeah um but people were amazingly self-disciplined and self-controlled coming out of the station which i managed to do before it closed 
what I noticed was that nobody was um, looking after this big crowd except well, for the how, protesters how could, who, who cleared a way for people because there were still people coming into the station, rather bizarrely. Um, so they themselves organised a clearing away. There was a bloke standing next to me who set up a one-man lost property department and he was calling out, has anybody dropped an earphone? There's a water bottle here. And I'm thinking, okay. That's quite cool. <laughs> and people were passing things to him and he was sort of yelling out, earphone, water bottle. Resourcefulness. Uh, and so on, resourcefulness. So um, these, are, these are the wild rioters that I've read about in the newspapers. But anyway, they're not going to go to the, um, they're not going to go to the platform they're not going to um, be bribed away with a lower like a electricity trap, bill. That, that's what yeah. you're saying, yeah. I mean, it's just, just... But in case anybody has forgotten what triggered these protests, that was the extradition bill, in case anybody's forgotten that, because this is some weeks away now, thank you, People's Republic of China, for reminding us. What's going on with this, this fellow, unfortunate fellow, called Simon Cheng, who was appointed to do that very controversial thing in the British consulate of helping the Scottish government with investment and trade matters, who, oh, we oh, don't well know. Now you've, now you've, now, yeah. now you've said yeah. what this is all about. Really. Scottish people are very nice, incidentally. Um, but, but anyway, but the point is, he, he, he gets what? We don't know. Total black. Why are people worried about the Chinese judicial, the mainland judicial system? Goodness only knows when somebody can be whisked off a train. Remember, this all happened at the so-called co-location point of the West Kowloon Station, which we were assured it was called a co-location point. There was nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about. It was in the basic law. Well, it wasn't exactly in the basic law, but it should have been in the basic law. If it could have been in the basic law, it would have been, in, et cetera, et cetera. And um, here he was. He was taking a train back into Hong Kong, and goodness knows that train does need passengers. They can never fill it up. But if you're going to keep arresting people when they go off the train, they might not want to get on that train. I'm just saying. So he 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 must have sent something was up because he'd sent this text message to his girlfriend saying, "Pray for me," which is not the normal thing you say when you arrive at a station. <clears throat> I assume he was being followed onto the train, and then Blimey. as soon as he got off, they they cuffed him. And he's apparently it has now been confirmed yesterday he's in Shenzhen, no access to le legal um, help, no access to his family, no access to the British consulate because that China has firmly said he's one of ours. We can do with him what we like, and we don't wish to hear from you. Thank you very much. So, unspecified crime. Total blackout as to um, information. I can't understand why a rational person wouldn't think this was hey, a good thing. John Carey, where are you? This, <laughs> this person in China could be—they could be a double double. But what interests me is, in the middle of the protests about an extradition law, they provide the That's textbook example of why people are worried, and then they turn around and say, "But you know what?" The system in China has become much more transparent. I don't know why people keep jumping up and down about problems with, with rule of law in, in China. Gosh, I don't know that either. It's, it's a mystery. I mean, this is a gift. It's a, well, it's, it's, it's very, a horrible gift for, for, Simon. For, for, for Simon Cheng. But, um, I mean, apparently... And here again, I mean, you, you read the Poodle Press here and, and they go, oh, well, it's all right. He'll be released in 15 days. Well, no, no, actually, that's not isn't, what... Isn't, isn't it now 15 days, pretty much? I think it's tomorrow, actually. Okay. 
Um, it's, it's, I think as far as I can work out, let me see. I think he was picked up on the 9th. So today is the whatever it is. 22. 22, do the maths. I think it's tomorrow, isn't it? Anyway, so the fact of the matter is that, that it's like all Chinese regulations. They do exist. They've, there's even a very nice constitution if you've got time to read it. And it isn't worth the paper it's printed on because if they want to keep you for another 15 days, they say, we've renewed an order. If you say, well, has he got any right of access to lawyer? They go, shut up. Minor technicality, completely insignificant, but I wonder what he's been lifted for. I mean, I really am not... Well, they, they, the, 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 the foreign ministry spokesman yesterday spoke vaguely of a public order offence. That's what I mean, but... Yeah, what is that? that? I don't know. Now, listen, I'm let's no, go to an email here from Alan, who, he didn't pick you up, he's not picking you up on anything, but he comes up with a very good point. He says, at the pro-government rally, the organisers said there were 400,000 people, the police said 108,000. He said, so even the pro-government side doesn't believe the police crowd estimates. In a case, you would expect them to estimate on the higher side. In this case, he said shades of Sean Spicer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how we miss him. That's the former White House um, White House spokesperson. Yeah, I tell you what, if you want to get in touch, morningbrew at rthk.hk. Steve would love to hear from you, see what you have on your mind. Still in with Steve Vines. Well, no promises from me, I can no, assure you. But, but it, there was something, well, I'm sure it was all very interesting, but there was something very interesting in the bulletin on the half hour, mm -hmm. um, talking about um, one of the vice chairman of the IPCC, Independent Police Commands Commission, uh, Simon Chang. Now, it's interesting that a member of the Independent Police Commission, certainly this lob, mob have all been appointed by CY Leung, who, who's a very neutral figure, which much loved by the Hong Kong citizenry, um, took it upon himself to make a statement, which, which we just heard in the bulletin, about how it was perfectly all right for police to uh, perform their duties without identification numbers because um, it meant they could do it all right and they wouldn't be doxxed or, or whatever it is that, that might happen to him. That's what he was basically saying. Well, this may or may not be the case. I personally think that policemen have regulations and it really would be a jolly good idea for them to follow them. But the idea that in the middle of this investigation, which the IPCC is allegedly conducting, one of its vice chairman takes it upon himself to to make a blatantly pro-police pro statement um, intervening on the side of the police force without... Uh, any process at all of investigating whether these things are right or not mm. suggests to you how their final report, which we're all waiting for with no bated breath, is going to look. I mean, remember what we've seen in the last week um, I mean, let alone anything else, we've now had a month since the attacks by triads and other thugs on people in Yunlong Station not a single person has been charged after all that time Apparently, there's enough evidence to charge protesters left, right and centre. About 500 of those have been charged. But nobody charged from this attack. We've seen, which incidentally I think is unrelated to the protest, but does show you what's going on in the police force. We've seen this really appalling video of this man in Shangshui being beaten up while he was um, in hospital, literally tied to a bed assaulted by... Actually, it looked like something from one of those Falun Gong publicity it videos, really did. quite frankly. It really did, you know. Um, uh, the, the, the hospital incidentally has confirmed that that, that is a genuine video coming from their internal uh, monitoring system. And um, what it shows is, is he was both sexually assaulted and uh, beaten up 
by three policemen who have now been arrested. But what, this is two months ago, the son, his son, they son, I think he has two sons, reported this to the police and were basically given the old brush off. It was only when this came into the public domain two months later. Just a few days ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I mean, two months yeah, yeah, yeah. after the event, mm. that, 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 that suddenly there's a flurry of action. And the police actually said at their briefing, I mean, this is almost beyond belief. Oh, we had no idea there was a video available. Well, that means, <laughs> that means that nobody from the force went to the hospital and asked the obvious question. I mean, surely this is what you do if you'd even vaguely seriously been investigating it. Now we have another incident where um, uh, somebody in Jiangkwano uh, attacked three people at the Lenin Wall there, one of whom, uh, she's a, a journalist, well, she's just resigned from the Hong Kong Economic Journal, she's about to join Ming Pao, is in critical condition in hospital. So when all these pro-government people yump up and down, saying, no violence, no violence, maybe they ought to think of where the really serious violence, knife attacks, threatening people's lives, crushing their skulls, being assaulted in hospitals, maybe they should think about that. Where is the source of that violence? I mean, the idea, as expressed by the CNO, chief executive in name only, in case anybody hasn't caught on to that name, that, that, that this investigation by the Independent Police Complaints uh, Commission is going to satisfy anyone and there's no need for an independent investigation, is beyond belief. I mean, I, I, apparently that, that they're even going to hold a meeting. The IPCC is going to hold a meeting, which I, I find tremendously reassuring. I'm already awash with assurance. Two or three of the things you've just mentioned that, <coughs> that did materialise this week, Yeah, they have fanned the flames like there's yes. no tomorrow. Yes. I mean... If you if you wanted to keep things on the boil, you'd just follow that script. I mean, when you think how easy, not very easy, but how easy it would be to, to lower the temperature, take a few baby steps, say that the bill had been withdrawn, the extradition bill had been withdrawn, say, OK, 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 everybody's saying there should be an independent commission, we'll have one. That That's not... That's not world-shaking revolutionary demands. That doesn't challenge the sovereignty of the People's Republic of China. Quite the opposite. In Quite a way, the it opposite. Would make them look it good. would look. It would make them look good. Yes. And and now we have these these. Um, it's mainly Michael Teen, the legislator, saying, "Well, he understands." And honestly, I have no idea whether this is true or not. But but you know how obsessive the PRC is about anniversaries, and according to him. They want the streets cleared and everything nice and well, nice and dandy by October the first. Well, October the first ain't that long away. It's no. basically um, five weeks. Something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I mean, again, if that is true, I I have no idea whether it is or isn't. But he isn't the only person saying this. Tam Yu Chung, who's on the uh, National People's Congress Standing Committee, Hong Kong's only member of that, said yesterday that he hadn't heard of it. But you know. Tam Yu Chung, there's many things he hasn't heard of, so I'm not taking that as a definitive rebuttal. It is very, I was going to use the word ominous, but it's just, it is ominous, but it's that black shadow that's hanging over all of this. Will something irrevocably ghastly be happening in the next few weeks? I don't think anybody 
who's sensible will discount that. But anybody who's sensible will, I think, try and say, let's wait until we actually have some more information. I mean, if they are going to move in the the uh, People's Liberation Army or the People's Armed Police who've been doing these exercises across the border in Shenzhen, um, they certainly won't be doing it um, with permission of the people of Hong Kong. And and the, the article of the basic law that says that these troops will only move in on request for the from the Hong Kong government is a nice article, but like so many of these things, is completely meaningless because mm. if Carrie Lam is instructed to request it, she will request it. Couple, I, I'm sorry to say that because it's a it's a terrible thing to contemplate. A couple of things, though, spring to mind. I mean, this whole thing about sorted out before October the 1st. Yeah. One way of looking at this is if you have handed certain areas of, certain areas of Hong Kong society the golden PR opportunity of an absolute lifetime. Yeah. I mean, but but you know, also if you want to destroy Hong Kong, this, this the is other, yes. this is this is a good building block to knock away from its hinges. So I I don't know. I mean, the other big building block which is shaking is in the wake of what's been happening at Cathay. Ah, just about onto that. Got an email here from Anna. Oh well, and she says, "How bad is the HSBC and CX CEOs being fired for business?" I don't know if being fired is absolutely the thing. Rupert Hogg resigned. Um, uh, well, <laughs> I think we'll put that in inverted well, whatever. commas. I mean, let's, well. keep it, yeah. let's keep it yeah. down the line. Yeah. Rupert Hogg resigned. Apparently, you know, give me yeah. a list, and he put his name on the list. Yeah. Okay, f yeah. fair play, says Hong Kong society. She said it doesn't look good, and CX being told by the China CAA to get their staff back in line or else. Just well, I mean, you do. You, I, I mean, what you know about this is, um, I, I think in the case of HSBC, incidentally, from everything I've heard from talking to people in the company, because I did try and write a story on this is that um john flint who who, who went uh, got into a bit of a do jar with the chairman of the company and that's that's what caused that but but what's happening now the the broader point that anna raises is the one of the extent to which the mainland is controlling hong kong companies mm -hmm. cx definitely without a doubt i mean <clears throat> the, the, the originally four people were, were fired for so-called political activity. Another pilot's gone now. Jeremy Tam, the legislator who's who's still on, on the Cathay payroll, has resigned. Um, staff have been warned repeatedly now that the white terror is in force. Um, the Global Times, that, that lovely newspaper which I read daily, um, has now decided to attack the big four accountancy firms in Hong Kong for harbouring uh, dissident views. I mean, this is this is classic, classic white terror. We will control you. We will pull the levers. Oh, and incidentally, 